Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Guys, it's launch week for my new book, Pray Confidently and Consistently, and I wanted to dive into the behind the scenes of why these are our deepest desires as we pray and how to do that. We didn't pick these words on accident or just for the alliteration. As we've had thousands of conversations about prayer over the years, these two words seem to sum up what we desire more for our prayer lives, but also they reveal the two qualities that could totally transform our prayer life if we've prayed this way. So why confidence? Prayers without confidence are just wishes. If I'm not quite sure of what I'm saying, it's more of a long shot, a total gamble, and I don't play the lotto because I have a 1 in 100 chance of winning. It feels like a waste. And my guess is we wouldn't pray much if we felt the same way about prayer. But I know God hears my prayers because of what I've read in scripture. It's given me a confidence to pray. I also know when he doesn't hear my prayers, like when I have unconfessed sin taking root in my life. These things affect the way I pray and help me to pray with assurance of what I'm praying for. So why consistent? Prayers without consistency are just emergency pit stops. When I pray without consistency, I miss out on a depth of relationship with the Lord that comes with coming back daily to Him. He doesn't turn us away when it's been a while since the last time we talked to Him, but when we develop a consistency, we learn to hear His voice better. We also grow our muscles of focus. We deepen our passion for prayer. We see God work more in our lives and in us, and that radically affects whether we pray in our future. So what do we do with this? How do we pray confidently and consistently? Number one, decide if you really want this. Change isn't easy. So with that, if you're half in, it won't work. Why do you want this? Why is a deeper prayer life important to you? What would it change about your life? And what would happen if you never learned to pray confidently or consistently? Write this out. Number two, know that you are not alone. Prayer is one of the hardest, if not the hardest, spiritual disciplines, even among very seasoned believers. Shake off the guilt, and for the love, don't let that shame actually hold you back from pursuing a deeper prayer life. We can't see a string of failures to grow in this area as a reason to quit altogether. Instead, we hope in the Lord, who is the one who has the power to transform us. I know when I was just starting out creating the prayer journals, I was very naive. I thought I was the only one who struggled with prayer. Eight years later, and over 100,000 journals sold, I feel silly for even thinking that. Prayer is hard for all of us. Don't feel defeated by that. Just know that this is very normal and you are not alone. Number three, identify what's holding your prayer life back. Our theme verse for the book is Hebrews 12, 1, which says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. 
The NLT paraphrase uses the word, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Don't we want to run free with the Lord? And if you don't know what weights are holding back your prayer life, this is why I wrote the book. In it, we cover 15 weights that are common and things that we've heard people talk about over the last eight years. It will help you identify the weight as well as help you know how to practically work through it. Number four, be aware that your enemy knows your weakness and will use them. The devil knows how powerful we are when we access God. William Cowper famously said, Satan trembles when he sees the weakest saint upon his knees. Your power comes as you pray. So before the enemy tries to take out your talents or resources, he will try to keep you from the one who gives all things using those weaknesses that paralyze you from prayer. Is it a specific doubt that you face, a lie that you've convinced yourself about your prayer life? Ask the Lord today to search your heart and help you identify those weak spots and talk to trusted friends about it who can encourage you in the most difficult moments. Number five, do something differently. If we want to change what we're doing, we have to change what we're doing. I know that's the most obvious point ever, but all too often, I expect new results with the same behavior. Do you doubt a book could really help make a difference and think you'll keep doing what you're doing instead of try it? I hear you. I feel the same. I even wrote a book on it. No, literally. My first book, The Finishing School, is all about me reading all the books and having the knowledge and not acting on it. So I get it. But if you're ready to try something new, I hope you'll try this book. I wrote it after studying prayer in the Word and hearing for years about the struggles we are facing. These are the words I pray to the Lord to give in response to those struggles. Truthfully, though, it doesn't have to be in this book. Just be willing to try something different than what isn't working right now. Six, pray for God to change you. We cannot change without the Lord. So ask Him to give you a passion for time in prayer with Him. Ask for an awareness of His presence and reminders to pray throughout your day. Ask for God to put people in your path that you can pray with and for. Ask. We do not have because we do not ask. And I'm pretty confident that's not for a Mercedes or a Hunter Green Saturn like I prayed for when I was 13, which I shared about in the book. It's things like wisdom, discernment, faith, and community. It truly is a beautiful thing that as we desire so deeply to change things in our life, it's not all up to us. We simply cooperate with the Lord and follow Him. That's not necessarily easy, but what a sweet truth that our becoming prayers who pray confidently and consistently is not all up to us. It's my prayer that what you'll find in this book is a hope-filled message that the Lord uses to transform you into the prayer you long to be and deepen your relationship with the God who created us and graciously invited us into this most important conversation. So that is it for our tips on how to pray confidently and consistently. Decide first if you want this. Know that you are not alone. Identify what's holding your prayer life back. Be aware that your enemy knows your weaknesses and will use them. Do something differently and pray for God to change you. Guys, grab a copy today. And if you've already ordered your copy, will you leave a review on Amazon and Goodreads? This helps that all-important algorithm and gets the book more visibility. Lastly, can I just say a heartfelt thank you for every bit of support you've sent my way. 
I've had tons of people praying for me and for this book and even fasting for me. What a sacrifice. You have shared the book with your friends. You've texted your church leaders. You've requested the book in your libraries. You've left reviews. And you've just genuinely shared in our excitement to see people pray confidently and consistently through this book. You are an answer to my prayers, and I can never fully express how much that has meant to me to feel loved by my creator through you. So thank you. And check back next week as we talk about silence and solitude. So thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the book. Let us know what you think. We are excited, and we are praying for you, friends. I'm going to close this in prayer. Father God, I thank you so much, so, so much for this opportunity, God, for this book that you have given me the privilege to write, Lord. These are not my words. These are yours, God. And um, I'm just humbled that you used me as your vessel. I pray, God, for the people listening right now. Lord, hear their cries. I pray that you would know their heart, that you would see their desire for more of you, God, and even see their desire to desire more of you, God. I pray, Father, that you would satisfy that desire, Lord. Put a passion in their hearts for more of you. Give them a desire to pray consistently, Lord. Give them wisdom to pray confidently as they study your word and know what you have said about prayer, God. I pray that you would spread this message wide. Um, I pray that it would go deep, Lord. I pray that it would um, transform small groups and churches, Lord. And I just pray that people would experience all that you have for them here on earth. Um, we know that this is our prayer lives are just a taste of what heaven will be like, God. And um, we don't want to miss out on that. We want to experience that with you, God. We love you so much and we praise you. And um, we just pray that you would be glorified by this book. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.